This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, Jade. Hey, Carly. Happy New Year. We're in the future. We are in 2020. How weird is that? Are you seeing clearly? Isn't that what they say? (laughs) See clear. Clear vision. Clear vision. 2020. No. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) It's a little foggy over here. Me too. I feel like I'm seeing 2030, 2015. 2015. Is it 2015? Is down worse than up? I don't know. All those, everyone who works out there in optometry, please help us. <laughs> please help us. We're, we're foggy. <laughs> Can I just tell you about what happened on my midnight New Year's? Yes. Because I'm still recovering from oh it. Oh my God. What happened? Okay. So it hits midnight and people are, start shooting fireworks outside. And Bella freaks out. Because there's obviously boom, boom, boom outside. And so she like won't go back to sleep to like 2.30. Like I keep putting her back in her crib and she's so scared that the sounds are going to go off again that she won't go back in her crib. So I tried to stay in her room and just sit in her chair and rub her back. And then finally I was like, okay, just come in our bed and we'll relax for a minute. And then I think maybe she finally went to sleep at 2.45. I don't know. I mean, so... So then last night, panic again. That's so it's sad. So sa- it's so sad. And last night I kept being like, Bella, why are you so scared? And she'd go, the people, the people. Oh, my God. Because I said people are shooting fireworks. So she's so scared now of the people. She can't sleep. And Charlie wakes up every two hours to eat. Yeah. So I'm so, I, I mean, last night I had, Evan and I probably each had one to maybe, well, I had one and a half hours sleep. I think he had three. Mm, And it's all because these stupid idiots shot off fireworks. Okay. Now I I don't know what to do because she screams and won't go in her crib, Jade. She won't go in it. She's like, no, mommy. Like so scared. Because of these sounds that she thinks like someone's coming to get her or something. That's rough. I didn't even know that it was legal to shoot off fireworks from a residence. Okay, it's not on New Year's. Yeah. It's not. It's horrible. <sighs> Emmy, Emmy's had a couple nights now where she's had nightmares in the middle of the night and she started crying and How screaming. How do you know it's nightmares? Just because like one of the nights she woke up and she was screaming and crying and I came in and she was just hysterical and she kept talking mm. about a lion. <gasps> a yeah. Lion. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And, and so I was like, it must have been like a bad dream. But yeah, Totally. It's so hard to like comfort them and settle them down and like know that like let them know it's like a safe space to go back right. to. So I'm like trying to think of like, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you can only just try to talk to them and talk them uh-huh. through it. But when they have I such know. big imaginations as little kids and their worlds are so tiny, but somehow you just need to like reassure her that it's a safe space to be, that nothing's going to harm her or hurt her and it's not going to happen again. But you No, know, I tried that last night. Evan ended up sleeping in the chair in her room Aww. and she was in her crib. And then I had Charlie in the other room and it was just, oh my gosh. One of those nights. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, normally at like eight o'clock at night, I'm so excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, we'll have like a little bit of downtime because Bella will be asleep. And now I'm like, so scared and just dreading this night because she's so like terrified. I think we're going to put a night lighter in her room tonight just for more light. I googled last night like kid hates the crib like what do you Aww. do? And most people are saying you don't take them out of their crib. You just lay them back down and like rub their back and you're like it's okay and then you walk out and you let them cry a little bit and go back in do the same thing and mm-hmm. so anyway I don't know what's going to happen tonight. You should um, hope better. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. We have a what it's called like the hatch rest and it's a sound machine nightlight that oh. that it, and you can choose like the different sounds and the different colors and we put it on like a red light, which I guess red light is supposed to induce sleep. Oh man. So it's like a red okay, it's like a one. red nightlight and and it has the sound machine that goes on and off like you can use the app to set oh, like cool. the time yeah so emmy pretty much wakes up when her sound machine goes off in the morning oh wow and it like wakes her up yeah so 
but That's she cool. lo- she loves it. Like if we put her in the crib 10 minutes early and we like are starting to walk out the door, she'll be like, light, light. And she like wants oh. us to turn it, turn it on. It's like part of That's her. That's really sweet. Because it's part of her routine and she's really yeah. attached attached to it. But I wonder if that's something that would help Bella. Because it, yeah, it, it's we kind have of a sound machine that doesn't have a light. Like, yeah. The only light is basically from, there's like a tiny nightlight in a room, but it's not very bright. Yeah. And then like the light from under the door from the bathroom, but it's just not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, Amazon. <laughs> and does she sleep with any uh, stuffed animals? She well, she sleeps with like twenty passies because she's obsessed with her passies. Like those are her comfort yeah. items. Even her doll right now doesn't comfort her. And I I think it was really just because of the sounds just scared her so bad. I mean, that is scary. Think about as a little kid that the firework sound, mm-hmm. you don't understand what it is. Right. So it does sound like danger. Yeah. It yeah. Uh, so how's your twenty twenty? Are you clear vision? Oh my I passed out like at eight thirty. <laughs> yeah oh that's we didn't, so nice we we hot tubbed we stayed home we hot tubbed oh that's nice and then yeah it was nice and then Brooks would not go to sl- I put him away I put him to sleep and then I went down and I went in the hot tub for a little bit and then he woke up so I went back upstairs and I got him and then I pretty much just like went to sleep so oh my uh, gosh so you and Tanner like hot tub together at night well because now that's that we so nice yeah well, Emmy loves it too, so we'll turn the temperature down a little bit to about like nine. We do put it about ninety nine when she's in there, and we'll play with Emmy. She loves it; she's obsessed. And then, oh, so, that's and so, fun. so sometimes it's us three if Brooks is asleep, and then sometimes like after the kids go to sleep, we'll just go out. That's and, so romantic. Do you it's like nice. Have a cocktail. Yeah, sometimes or sometimes we'll skinny dip. <laughs> Oh yes. Yeah, I'm never getting in there now, but that's really nice for you. Nothing freak <laughs> nothing freaky has happened in there. I think it should actually. <laughs> that's baby how number three. That's how my brother Briley was made. And he was the third in baby. In a hot tub? In a hot tub. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> does he know that? He I does. So. He definitely does, yes. That's really funny. Yeah. But no, it's nice. I mean, sometimes we skinny dip, mostly just because I'm like, I don't want to bother with a wet swimsuit after this. Oh, yeah. like gross walking into the house. Just ugh. Yeah, that's true. And it is a little bit like scandalous. Makes us feel a little. It's very scandalous. Makes us feel a little young again. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But you're inspiring me. I'm like, what? (laughs) I've had two rough nights, but it's going to get better. And I get to see you in a few weeks. So that's good. Yes. I can't wait to see you. Should we talk about the guests we have on today? Now yeah, that we're ten minutes, we're, into, thirteen minutes into this, we're throwing it back, bringing our old school former. What do we Bachelor. call it? Comp- competition. What we call? I mean, she beat us. <laughs> <laughs> she put us to shame. But Whitney Bischoff Angel is on the podcast with us today, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk to her about mom life. She was meant. She was meant to be a mom, and she's like really. One of my favorite people there is. She makes, she's a feel good person. You're around her, you feel good. She really is. I feel like she, like when we were on the show and we were filming, like she just made everything feel better. You know what I mean? I totally agree. I know that she had a lot of anxieties during the show and she was so cute. Like she used to keep that journal where she would. Oh my God. Right. If there was like eight, eight girls left by like the According to that week, she would like rank everybody and be like, so and so, Chris likes so and so more first. And then, and then oh my probably, God, yes. and then probably Chris likes this person next. Like, it she was, was so funny. It was I think so I funny. was always at the bottom of the list, but that's okay. I oh, remember I def- Jade. She I was definitely like, was at the bottom of the list. No, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Because do you remember at the very end when me and Whitney and you all shared that little sweet? Yes. Okay, so she was like, I think Jade is going to win. And she's like, I think she's the dark horse in all of this. And I was like, <laughs> really? And she's like, oh, yeah. And, and it was so and it was so funny. And I was like, and we were talking about that because you were you were connected to our room mm-hmm. because it was a suite. But you had like your own room. It and was I remember like, having yeah. that conversation. It was somehow was like, like, oh, it's going to be Jade. I knew it wasn't going to be me. So I was like, who's going to be Whitney? Who's it going to be? You have it ranked. I, w- I 100% thought it was going to be Caitlyn. Uh, who did I think? Uh, yeah, Caitlyn was always getting all of the roses yeah, all Ka- the time. Caitlyn or Brits. 
Oh, I yeah. was like, I was yeah, like, but then you know, if, if he keeps falling for, yeah. <laughs> if he, well, certain, certain, certain anyway. antics, um, antics. <laughs> but no, I do. I feel. I feel like Whitney was just. I don't know. She was just somebody that made all the process feel easier. Even though yeah. I know, she, like I said, she had like her own little like type A wave, and she was very. I think she had a lot of anxiety during the show. It didn't show. Like I felt like she no, was it such never a, showed. She took care of everybody. She was such yeah. a she was such a good friend. She was so funny. And mm-hmm. we. Sh- my one regret is we should have drank more wine with her. Yeah, we should have. Oh we well, sh- we should have been fun. Dang it. I know we were not, we weren't fun, but that's okay. We're fun now. No, we're not. <laughs> we're the cool oh, man. We're cool moms. We're cool moms. Yeah. We're Eve like mean girls. Mom. Fake, fake it till you make it, man. I'm going to say I'm a, I'm a cool mom. Yeah. We're cool moms. But, okay. Shall we uh, get her on? I'm so, I, I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. Let's, let's bring her on. Okay. Hi, Whitney. Hi. How are you guys? So good. Oh my good. gosh. So good. <laughs> You are a mom, and we are all boy moms. What is life? Oh, that yes. is crazy. That is so crazy. I didn't even think about that. We're all boy that moms. Is so nuts. Yeah. I was just thinking about what we were doing five years ago at this time, and like how oh much has changed. Um, everything. <laughs> do you guys? A lot. Do you guys remember how nerve wracking it was? Like before <gasps> the premiere aired. Oh my gosh. I was. So, now, I was so scared. I was too. Now it's like a different type of anxiety. (laughs) Now it's like kids to worry about. But yeah. You know, what's so funny. I was thinking about Whitney when the season was airing, how I was like, oh, my gosh, Whitney is like she's like sexy. Like, I didn't (gasps) know you were like sexy. Remember, Jade? She had like that corset on her not corset. What is that thing called that you put on your leg? A garter. Oh, yeah. Like, the side of Whitney we never knew. Oh, my you gosh. You all are hysterical. No. Which, I mean, now, like, knowing me, knowing me, that is still so <laughs> funny to, like, look back on. I do remember there was a point where we were all, gosh, where was this? It was, maybe it was Iowa where we got those onesies. Do you remember when that company sent all the girls yes. those onesies? Yes. And Carly and I were wearing like these big baggy ones and you had this one that was like all fitted and tight and your body was banging and Carly and I were were, like, we're competing against that. Uh, (laughs) I I feel like in that moment I was like, I already knew I was losing, but I'm definitely losing (laughs) now. (laughs) That is not the case. That was so funny that we had those onesies though. I actually just put mine in the Goodwill pile. Did you? I don't know what I did with mine. I don't know where mine is either. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I remember about you that you and Caitlin were really fun and you guys drank wine all the time and Jade and I were not fun and we never drank. That is no, that's true. true. I wish it is true. Looking back, I wish played, I, like, I should have drank more wine. Yeah, yeah, we well, should have, Jade. The, the reason for it was, Carly, you had allergies. That's true. And then, Jade, you were trying to be health conscious because we were like traveling and not sleeping and everybody was yeah. so bloated. Like, oh, Carly, God, remember so when bloated. we watched the season back, like, right oh, after God. Bella was born, and we saw the beginning, and then we yes. fast forward to the middle. Yes. We were all fat oh, yeah. water rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really sad. Oh, our faces, well, literally, I mean, yeah, our faces were just so swollen from all, like, the salt and the alcohol and uh, the sleep deprivation yeah. and the altitude. and It was terrible. Yeah, we were gross by the end. And then Jane and I went to paradise and even got grosser. Oh, gosh. No, that is not true. <laughs> but then you met Ricky, who is the best in the world. Uh, Jade, okay, first off, I got to see Whitney the other day, and it was <laughs> like my soul. I, Whitney, every time I see you, my soul just like, I don't know, I get like energy again or something. Aww. Like, I just oh, miss you so well, much. That makes me feel so good. I know. I was so sad when we had to leave. I was like. I, it was so sad. But I like. I don't see anybody again. I know. That, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jane it's and I so get to hard. see each other, but literally only because we work like, together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you get to meet baby Hayes? No. Oh, he wasn't there. I know. No. I didn't bring baby Hayes to Nashville. It was very, it was yeah. very sad. How old is he now? Eight months on Saturday. Oh my gosh. Gosh. How is it possible? And it's so funny because I had all of these like you know, when I thought about after I had a baby, I was going to get right back into shape and I was just going to like snap right back. 
And, you know, that hasn't really happened, which, but I haven't been like overly concerned about it, but people will say like, oh, you know, how did you lose the baby weight or have you or whatever? I'm like, no, I mean, I just had a baby. And then I'm like, no, I didn't. That's not an excuse anymore. <laughs> it's like, he's almost been out of my body as long as he's been in it. And it's still my excuse of, well, I just had a baby. So I like, I have plenty of time. <laughs> I totally get that. But, but you still you did just have a baby. Amazing. And yeah, you did just have, you had a baby last year and we just gotten in the new year. So. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I had a day, baby yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> In 10 years, I'm going to be like, I just had a baby. So, like, I need to give myself <laughs> some room here. So, were you guys, were you actively trying to have a baby? Yes, very much so. And it was not working on the timeline and that I wanted it to work. And it was causing me to get really stressed out. And as you mm. guys know, as a fertility nurse, I feel like sometimes I just know too much. Sure. Oh, Yeah. You know, at work, I'm like drawing my blood and testing my hormones and seeing, you know, and actually the month that we did conceive, I was for sure, for sure that I was not pregnant. And I called Ricky. I was like, I'm not pregnant. He's like, well, how do you know? I was like, I just know. And here I am thinking I know everything. And like, I went on a bachelorette party and came home from the bachelorette party feeling like extremely emotional. And the first thing I did was call my psychiatrist and say, I think my medication is going to be adjusted. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay. You know, so they adjusted my meds. And then the next day I found out I was pregnant. I called her back. I was like, okay, so there is a reason, like I still feel crazy, but there is something aside from just my normal anxiety that's kind of adding this, you know, adding fuel to the fire, so to speak. So, okay, wait, I need to know what it was like when you found out you're pregnant. What was that moment like for you? What did you do? How did you feel? Who did you call? Where were you? (laughs) So (laughs) I was at my um, condo at the time in Chicago and it was very late and Ricky was traveling and I was, gosh. so I took the test and I was like, oh man, it's not positive. And then I came back like, you know, and it was like a line, but you know, they always say in those things, like if you wait and you come back too far, like, it, you know, it's, it's not really accurate. Oh, okay. It looked like super positive. So I called Ricky and he didn't answer. So <gasps> then I called my sister Ricky. and she didn't answer. Cause it was late. It was like 1130. <gasps> and so then I called my best friend and she answered Amy. And so I was like, I think I'm pregnant. I'm not sure. And so I called Ricky back and he was like, what, this better be, he answered, he goes, this better be good lady. And I was <laughs> You're like, like well, I'm, I think I'm pregnant. And I told him, and I was like, but I did come back and it was, you know, longer than what it says for it to be accurate. And he's like, well, take another one. I was like, I don't have any pee. He's like, make more pee. Make more make pee. Make more pee. <laughs> I love him. So that night, Oh my gosh, the feeling, like the excitement to like lay there and I would wake up in the middle of the night just to like get water or something. And then I'd be like, oh my God, I think I'm pregnant. You know, like it was just so exciting. So exciting. And then the next morning I took it and yes, it was like very, very positive. So. Oh my gosh. What, how did the, how did everyone in your um, clinic react? Was it just like overjoy? Yeah, but I waited a while just because. Did you? I always hear these stories about pregnancies, you know, ending in a miscarriage. And I just felt like I was trying to protect myself from that because I do know that it's more common than what people think. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to go back and sort of relive it if I told people and then it, you know, didn't work out because I did experience some bleeding. So I wasn't sure. So I waited till genetic testing came back after the, you know, first trimester before I told anybody. But I think they were all kind of on to me. They were on to you. Because we had a few events and of course I was like fake drinking, which, oh, you yeah. know, there's a problem if I'm not like really throwing them back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So what was your pregnancy like? You know, I feel like I was really lucky looking back on it. I felt like the first trimester, I kind of just felt tired all the time, a little bit nauseous, but I never actively got sick. So that's mm-hmm. a bonus. But I think it was pretty smooth sailing looking back on it. Like when I was going through it, I was like, oh man, like I'm so tired. But I mean, that's to be expected. Most people don't get pregnant and have like this burst of energy. So it was pretty, pretty smooth. Hmm. No complaints. That's so nice. I feel like you- I'm so jealous of people like you. I know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like you waited a long time to announce your pregnancy on on social media, didn't you? Yeah. But I mean, you guys know me in social media. It's not like- 
I really struggle with social media, you know, right when I came off The Bachelor. I feel like right when we all came off The Bachelor, it was starting to kind of rev up, like, the popularity yes. of Instagram. Yeah. And so I had no clue what I was doing. Like, none of us had any clue what we were doing. And right. I just had such, like, negativity, like, associated with that, especially that time in my life and, like, comments and things like that to where so many people can brush them off, but it really was difficult for me. So I almost kind of have, like, PTSD with Instagram, so I very sure. rarely post. Yeah. But I decided that I should, and so I waited until like seven months. <laughs> You're like, oh, hey, yeah. guess what? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So I know it's so interesting because people are like, why don't you ever post? And, you know, I give a lot of respect to you guys for putting it all out there and being like, you know what? It is, you are who you are, and it doesn't matter, you know, what other people have to say. Cause for me, it just, it, it hits home. I'm too sensitive. I'm definitely sensitive. I have to like sometimes step back too because it's hard. I mean, you people don't realize sometimes like this is your life behind a like this is yeah. just what you're seeing on a screen and there's a whole person and a whole life and somebody who does have feelings behind it. But mm-hmm. I mean, now that I mean, by all means, it's like it has its positives as for well. Sure. I mean, but for me, it just if I I had to make a choice, like I either need to move forward and share my life with everybody and just be open to the criticism, but also the positivity, or not really focus on that aspect and kind of go back to quote unquote my normal life. And that for yeah. me was the choice that I decided to make. Yeah, which absolutely, there's no, nothing wrong with that. Jade and I have a huge love hate relationship. Oh, we with do. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the hate relationship we have this week because it's it stresses us out. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it has to every single day. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. This is for all those boss moms out there. As a podcast host, I'm always handing out my business cards to people I want to interview or work with. And having a totally customized, professional-looking card is an easy way to make a great first impression. When I hand out my business cards from Vistaprint, I know I'm doing more than passing along my contact info. I'm making a connection. I'm impressing potential guests or business partners. With the right business card, you make a statement about yourself that gives your connections a reason to choose you and your business over the competition. Vistaprint offers the best business cards. Your next big opportunity is coming right now, and we're here to help you own the now with free shipping on any business card and any quality. Your next big opportunity is coming right now, and we're here to help you own the now with free shipping on any business card in any quantity. Choose whatever style, finish, shape, or paper you like and get free shipping. And because you pick the colors, the fonts, the designs, and images, it means you can create something as unique and compelling as your business. As if you needed any more reasons to choose Vistaprint, you can feel good knowing that Vistaprint uses only carefully selected inks and responsibly sourced paper stocks. Your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed or your money back. They'll make it right. Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why our listeners will get free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. Just go to vistaprint.com and enter promo code MOMMIES for free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. Limited time offer. Own the now at vistaprint.com, promo code MOMMIES. I want to ask you, how did you come up with the name Hayes? Because that was actually a name that Tanner and I loved. And I was like, oh, wait, but okay. wait, Whitney just named her baby Hayes. So I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> but then we actually, actually, we ended up naming Brooks Brooks. And I didn't know, but Ashley, or I forgot that Ashley yeah. Salter from our yes. season named her baby Brooks. That's oh, just funny. Yeah. yeah. The whole naming thing was very, you know, Ricky and I could not agree on a name. So we knew that we were having a boy and all of the names, of course, that we liked were girls that we could agree on. So we would like toss out names here and there and, you know, we weren't agreeing on anything. And of course I am such a planner. So I'm like, okay, we need to decide on a name. I mean, I was like two days pregnant. I'm like, we need to decide on a name. (laughs) That's very Whitney of you. <laughs> and Ricky's like, oh, you know, I kept picturing having this baby and not having a name and the like people saying you need a name before you can leave the hospital. And that was just not going to work for me. So we also downloaded that app where you can like swipe right or left oh my for God. the name. It's the funnest staff ever. It was Tinder. so fun. But we went through, this is not an exaggeration. I think we went through 2000 names with like one match. <laughs> That's what Evan and I did. Yeah. Was it Hayes? No. 
but that's Dang the it. thing. So Ricky's like, oh, great. We agreed on one. I was like, yeah, but I don't really like that one. I just was like trying to match. <laughs> and so um, I ended up coming up with like this algorithm. And God, if this is such a typical thing for me to do. Oh my God, Whitney, I love you so much. I So I thought of this. So I said, Ricky, I emailed him at work. And I'm like, when you get home tonight, please provide 10 names your top 10, 10 names. And so he wrote down his 10 names and I wrote down mine and I put them in a spreadsheet. And then he went into the spreadsheet and he rated my names from like one, gave them a score, like oh, one wow. to 10. And then I rated his and then I figured out this whole point system. Then we narrowed it down to 10 and then to five. And then after, when we got down to five, I was like, let's come back to this in like two or three weeks you know, so let's sit on these names. And Hayes was one of them. And when we both came to rate our top five, we both had Hayes. Wow. Oh my God. I just got chills. <laughs> so, so I really cool. should patent that. I was going to say, you should you make really this an should. app or something. I've never heard of anything like this. <laughs> I know. It really yeah. worked though. It worked. So I saved it for, you know, whenever we decide that we're going to have another baby so we can use that because I'm sure we'll kind of be in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, just knowing Ricky and I, and we have a hard time deciding on names. It really is hard. The only name that we matched on was Charlie on that app. But we also went through like every, because, you know, they have every different like country and all of the names from that country. And so you're like, okay, you know, like, and you go through all of those that most of them don't make any sense. And that was the only one we could agree upon. And then we were like, I guess this is the one we like, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's well it's because you want something that you like but that is also going to grow with them and is going to be a strong name like totally. we would say so many things like I said if this person were to walk in for like a job interview and says my name is Hayes Angel is that going to be like a strong a name? name I mean you have the best last name I know I really did hit jackpot. It really is so good you hit the jackpot I think about it all the time I'm like god when he has the best last name <laughs> Yeah. And a pretty great guy too, you know. God. Oh, also, this is what I was going to tell you, Jade, is we were sitting on the couch the other day and I was like, how are you and Ricky doing? And she's like, we're so good. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, hold on. And I look at Kayla and I'm like, is she serious? And she's like, she's actually really serious. I'm like, oh my gosh. To be like married and have a kid and be like, we're so great. We just love each other so much. We get along really well. I'm like, Ew, I, I'm so bad. I'm so happy for you, Whitney. <laughs> I am though. It's so amazing. But like I said, I mean, we obviously have our things like any couple, but I can't imagine, yeah, my life any other way. But like, how do you do it? How do you keep this happiness? That's what you kept. <laughs> That's what you kept. <laughs> Tell the people, Whitney. I'm still curious. I don't, I mean, I think Ricky makes me laugh. He, I know that sounds so cliche, but I mean, every day is an adventure. He accepts me for who I am, like my flaws and all. And, you know, I mean, I've realized with him, I don't have to be perfect and that's okay. And there's a good feeling to have like a good comfort with that. What is is he like as a dad? Like, what is it like watching him? The best. I mean, like the other day I told him, he's like, what's wrong with you? You seem like you're in a mood. I was like, I think Hayes likes you better than me. (laughs) 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 which who knows because he's eight months and he can't talk but I'm like you know just like I said he's so Ricky is so funny and I think Hayes also sees that he like looks at Ricky and just like giggles it's so funny but he's very you know from the get-go he's been very hands-on and I hate that we have to say that as moms like oh it's so great that I have a dad that's like hands-on but unfortunately I mean you know yeah we do yeah he puts Hayes to bed, you know, like sings some songs. And oh, I mean, I definitely do my part too. I'm not saying that, <laughs> up, but he is, he's always there to like lend a hand or take over or, you know, that's he's great. awesome. Oh, that's so great. So I want to take a break really quick to talk about something that if you have a goal for yourself in 2020 to make healthier lifestyle changes, this is one that is really simple to do, and that is switching your deodorant that contains aluminum to something that's natural, like native deodorant. I have tried a million other deodorants, and native is the only one that works for me, especially because a lot of natural deodorants don't do what they claim. 
It's safe and it's formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. And native deodorant is also vegan and never, ever tested on animals, which I think is such an important thing. Native deodorant is made with ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil and shea butter. You wear deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredients that are listed? Native deodorant will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long, and it has amazing scents with over 10 scents, including their classics and rotating seasonals. You're guaranteed to find one that you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular and the one that I use. They also have lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. There is something for everybody. Native comes in a variety of options for men, women, and even teens. They also offer an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. There is no risk to try Native deodorant right now. You guys can get free shipping on every order, and Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. And if you're still not convinced, check out. There are over nine thousand five-star reviews from happy customers who have made the switch to native you guys can head to nativedeodorant.com and use our promo code mommies during checkout for 20 percent off your first order that's nativedeodorant.com promo code mommies can you tell your birth story yeah wait, wait can you start before that with i mean you are so organized did you have like Hey, this is what exactly oh, like a birth what I plan? want to like a birth plan that was like intense. I didn't really have an intense birth plan, which is inter- that is interesting for me because I am so regimented and everything. But I, I just wanted to get. I had like no kind of preconceived notions. I mean, I definitely wanted to have a, a vaginal birth, but I didn't know if I wanted an epidural or not. Like, I didn't have any sort of things like that laid out. Were you scared? I was so excited. I really wasn't scared, oh, which is interesting really for me because I am I'm very anxious. So it is very interesting to me that I I really wasn't scared. That's Maybe I should have been. But I mean, no. I definitely had some nerves around it, but I was ready. I was so excited to meet this little boy. And just every day waking up and being like, is today the day? Like the closer that you got. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, after like, what is it? 37, 38 weeks. Like it's all fair. Like it's good. You're good right. to go. So I was just, yeah, ready. And so on Friday, May the 3rd, first of all, my due date was May the 14th, which is Ricky's birthday, which is insane <gasps> because oh it's my like gosh. you have it pick one day out of the year, right? That's yeah, what's the odds that it lands on Ricky's birthday. <laughs> That was my due date. And on May 3rd, I woke up and I felt like I had dropped a little bit because I was carrying pretty high. And I went to the bathroom and there was the mucus plug, which sorry if that's TMI, but that's. Oh, no, it's not here. This is a safe space. (laughs) So So I texted Ricky. I just lost my mucus plug. And he was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. So and I call him. I'm like so excited. Did he know what that was? Well, he pretended like he did. 15 minutes okay. later, he's like, oh my God, I just looked online and saw what that was. And I was like, well, what did you think it did come out of my nose? He's like, most rational people would think it comes out of your nose. It's called a mucus. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. So why would I'm I be dying. excited to call and tell you if that is so funny. came out of my nose? So anyway, so that was on the third. And then May 4th was a Saturday and is a special day because it's the anniversary of my mom's passing. Um, and it also happened to be that it fell on Derby Day this year, which is, you know, I'm from Kentucky. Derby's like huge. a huge thing for us. And so both of those things were that day, that Saturday, May 4th. So got up, I went and I just had a day plan. I was going to get my nails done. And Ricky and I went and ran some errands. And I just started to feel like crampy, like not, I thought maybe it was Braxton Hicks. I didn't know. I've never done this mm-hmm. before. Like it just seemed, I just was having some cramps and some pressure. So I texted my gynecologist who is just amazing. And because I'm lucky because since I work in the field, I work with her kind of professionally. So I was able to reach out to her on a personal level and just say, you know, I think something's going on. And she's like, okay, well, you'll definitely know in a few hours if you know this is real labor. Well, a few hours came and went and it wasn't. So I was like, okay, well, that's okay. I decided I was going to get in the shower though. I'm in the shower and my water broke. And I was like, Oh my God. What a great place. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, this is amazing. I'm so excited. So I called my doctor. She's like, okay, we'll take your time and, you know, just get to the hospital. So we live about an hour from the hospital. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like 
like she said, taking my time because I'm thinking this isn't going to progress that fast, Jade. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> it can. Not, you pulled a not Jade. for most people, but it can. <laughs> I know. So we got our stuff, got in the car. And I have to tell you, when we left the house and I looked at Lily, my dog, I was so emotional because I was like, when I come home, nothing's mm-hmm. ever going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Did you oh, guys yeah. experience that oh, with yeah. your doggies? Oh, yeah. So we go. And by the time we get there, I am in pain. I am like not okay. And so, of course, they're like, we have to check and make sure that this is real labor and all of this. And they checked my blood pressure and they were like, your blood pressure is really high. I'm like, shit, Sherlock. Like, I'm in (laughs) pain. And so I was like, can I please have an epidural? Like right then and there. I mean, Jade, again, I do not know. I've told Carly this before. Like, Jade's crazy. How in God's (laughs) name? I was like, I need an epidural like now. And they were like, well, we can't because your blood pressure is too high. I'm like, well, it's going to continue to get higher because so, and then they had to like do the check to make sure that it was truly the my water that broke and that was real labor. And I'm like, if this is not real labor, like just put me out. Like I cannot do this. I really was starting. I started getting nauseous. I was dry heaving. I was like, I, this is, I don't, I don't know how this is supposed to be normal like right. this you know I can't I just can't imagine I like it's not and three centimeters really oh my yeah. gosh that was only three centimeters so I'm like no this is this is just this is I not that's, for about, me. that's when I did it too my epidural around then I was like done I'm done then there was like a change of shifts with the nurses and triage and so they're like okay and now this Jennifer is going to come in so Jennifer came in and Ricky oh my gosh her. <gasps> what? I was like, Jennifer, it's really great to meet you, but can you please, please get me an epidural? <laughs> <laughs> like now. So she did. She was like on it and she got that done. And next thing I know, I'm going up there and I'm getting the epidural and life was just blissful. <laughs> <laughs> it is so nice, isn't it? I mean, it was the best feeling. I was like chatting away and apologizing to everybody that I had probably cursed at. And I was like, this is just great. I was just like so happy. So we just, you know, were up there and getting ready and just they started Pitocin and I said, you know, things are slowing down. I was like, okay, so the chances of me having a baby on this day is not high, right? And they were like, no, probably not. I mean, there was part of me that was kind of bummed because I thought, well, it would be nice to take this day that is so, you know, for so many reasons important to me, it would be great that there was something else great from this. And that if, you know, he came on this day, it would almost kind of feel like my mom, you know, had a hand in it and it would be really special. But if not, it's going to be Cinco de Mayo. So <laughs> win-win. <laughs> so, right? Because it's like, so my doctor came in at like 30 and she checked me and she's like, you are ready. Like it is time. Wow. So I got my epidural at Let's see, my water broke at 4.30. I got my epidural by 7.30. And at 10.30, I was ready. That's that's pretty fast. So yeah, like, right. so fast. And um, so the doctor's like, okay, Ricky, now you take this leg. And he's like, me? Me? I'm like, who else is going <laughs> to hold my leg? <laughs> he's like looking around. So yeah, 10.30 might have been a little before then. And then he was born at 10.49 on May the 4th. Oh so it was gosh. ended up being the anniversary of my mom's passing. I was 10 days early and he came in quick and just, he had a head full of dark hair, which if you guys have seen my recent Instagram post from Christmas, he has got a full head it's of so like blonde. blonde hair now. Mm-hmm. It's so blonde. He lost all of his hair and then it came back. Oh, wow. And he didn't make a peep. I was scared to death. Cause I'm like, why is my baby not mm. crying? Like he just kind of looked at me and just was like, Hello. I mean, just, it was such a surreal moment. He came in, he's perfect. And he's just such a little gentle, little nugget. And he's so cute. And he smiles all the time. Oh, that's so (laughs) wonderful. I know. Perfect marriage, perfect baby. Oh, you deserve it, Winnie. No, no, no. You guys, I am decluttering for the new year with the Macari app. Have you heard of this? It is the coolest app. You can sell all the things in your house that you're not using and make money for doing it. I mean, we all have those things in our house that we don't use anymore. We have old handbags, old shoes, old clothes. I mean, maybe I'm just talking about selling my closet right now, but there's so many items, a kid's old baseball glove they never use anymore. So many things. Just look around your house. You're going to find a million things you could sell and you have new 
stuff, new cash in your pocket for the new year, you guys. All you have to do is you go and you take a picture of what you want to sell. And then the next page shows you a description. You write a description. You write um, how much you want for it. And then you just click sell. And it's that easy. And the app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average of 4.8 rating. So seriously, give it a try and ring in the new year with less stuff in your home, more money in your pocket with Macari. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Macari, the selling app, you guys. Go sell your stuff. I'm doing that right now. Like literally, I'm taking pictures and putting descriptions up right now. Selling. Go buy my stuff. Did you guys have to have stitches? Yes. Yes. Okay. She goes, oh, you don't have a bad um, tear. Just like a second degree. I was like, okay. Oh, that's what I have. And got home from the hospital, went for a walk, which I I don't know. I see on Instagram, people are walking and dancing and doing all this stuff right after, you know, having a baby. So I'm like, I should probably do that and make me feel better. Got home, was not feeling great. Drank a big thing of water because I was so thirsty and it went down the wrong pipe and I started coughing and I had a coughing attack. Oh, 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 ouch. And I looked at Ricky. I was like, something is not right. Something is not right. And it was like very intense pain but in one spot it wasn't like just generalized discomfort it was like it hurts right here right here like ow and so anyways I busted my stitches Mm. oh my gosh yeah I've had this fear so often lately did you have to go and get them redone so I paged the doctor and they were like well they wanted to make sure it wasn't like an infection or so she, the doctor's like, can you look? And I was like, I'm going to pass out if I look. Like, I cannot. I am in pain. I Don't know. I, I can't Don't. look. So then I told Ricky to look. And I was oh, like, oh, no. Oh, oh no, Whitney. <laughs> I oh, had no. to. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, I was God. like, <laughs> but this also makes him the best husband ever because he, he looked and he still wants to have sex with me. So <laughs> he actually said he's like, surprisingly it looks fine. So it didn't look weird or anything. Wow. So, yeah. But I didn't, it was just like, I wanted to, him to just see on the, you know, the outside. We weren't digging around in there or anything. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I still knew something was like really wrong, but the doctor said, well, if it's not like really swollen or inflamed, it's likely not an infection and this isn't an emergency. So I wouldn't go to the ER right now. <gasps> so she's like, just try to get as comfortable as possible call us in the morning. We'll, we'll get you in. So that's what I did. And so I went in the next day and she said that they didn't have any like numbing that they could have given oh me in the gosh. doctor's office. Oh my God. Whitney. Oh no. Oh no. But so I put like a topical on it, like a topical oh, no. agent. Oh no. And she just cauterized, the, <gasps> but she didn't restitch it because she was oh, like, my gosh. yeah. Oh so my she just, I'm in pain right now. And then she gave me like a heavy duty painkiller, but wow. yeah, so that really sucked. Really sucked. Oh my but gosh! Other than that, oh I mean, I know. <laughs> I'm just so it, it was so it intense. wasn't all butterflies, you know. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh man! The things we go through. <laughs> seriously well I told Jade on accident I looked down there like right after the birth and we called it what did we call it the black hole I I called it the black hole but that's if you actually like look look in there yeah it looks like a big black hole but the other day I looked again the other day and I was like no this looks different than it did it looks better so I I read that I read that the reason why it looks like there's almost like a black hole is because your cervix is lower and then mm. once your cervix starts going back higher, it like stops looking like that. Okay. And and your uterus, like once your uterus like kind of pulls Wait, back up and shrinks. I, so I didn't know that it really it legit looks like a whole like someone it told me before, don't look big. like down there because it looks like you set on a grenade. Someone told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I okay, well that I'm not looking. So I didn't as like because you looked inside. Yeah. Like mm. I like looked in. You did. Of course you did. Yeah, Jade would. But isn't it weird when you wipe again for the first, because I remember when I was feeling it and I was like, I'm never like, my life's never going to be the same. I'm never going to be able to like get soaped down there, have sex, wipe, Mm -hmm. like all of that stuff seemed so far away or like it was never going to happen. But it is amazing how your body just heals pretty quickly. 
Yeah. I'm scared to have, I'm still scared to have sex because it doesn't feel normal. You just need to tell Evan that you weren't cleared. Even if you were cleared. But he knows that I was. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Well, he actually didn't check. He was like, are you feeling okay down there? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, then I don't need to check. But now I'm like, eh, I probably should check. Your doctor didn't look down there at your sixth week? No, he said if I felt all normal, then he didn't need to. Why would you be like, yeah, please? Yeah, can you please look at me? (laughs) I'd really like that. (laughs) Also, mine's a man, so it makes it funnier and weirder anyway. Gosh, yeah. So what was postpartum like for you after that? Tough. It was tough. really tough. Yeah. Not even so much physically. I mean, once I my body healed, I felt, you know, great. But just emotionally, it was something I really wasn't prepared for. And mm-hmm. postpartum anxiety, not postpartum depression. I'm never, you know, I was trying to arm myself with that. That could happen just because mm-hmm. I do struggle with anxiety that I thought, oh, maybe I'll get, I guess I never heard of postpartum anxiety. Yeah. And it was awful because I had no idea what I was doing and looking at this little precious innocent being and not knowing what was normal, if I should do like, I didn't know. And it just was, you read all of these horror stories about so many different things and things you shouldn't do and things like this. And so it just was a vicious cycle of worry, not sleeping, you know, feeling like I was failing because Hayes was pretty severely tongue-tied, so he wouldn't mm-hmm. latch. And then when he did latch, it wasn't a, it was a really shallow latch. And mm-hmm. so it was extremely painful. And um, it just was a lot. It was just a roller coaster. It was just a roller coaster. And I can say at that point, it was really hard on Ricky and I too, you know, because he he was also sleep deprived and he wasn't yeah. anxious. So it was hard for him to understand you know, what I was feeling and yet, you know, still going through the motions and he had to go back to work and it just, it was a lot. It's, yeah, that's a tough, I always say that, you know, you get all of these emails about like, okay, this is what week you're on. And this is what your baby is in terms of a fruit or a vegetable. And this is what it's doing this week. And then it's like, ta-da, you have a baby. Here you go. Right. And yeah, where's the follow-up with even the physical stuff? Like, I don't feel Uh like I just wasn't prepared. Oh yeah. I, I actually still have like an email that's sent to me every week from with Bella that I still read every week that tells me like her milestones. But so I know I knew like, oh, what to expect now, but like each week, but I had no idea anything about postpartum like myself. I don't like I was like, oh, I know what. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, week four this, but week four me. It's definitely not you know? talked about enough in society at all. No. Like, yeah, there should be like a weekly thing for a mom. Like, hey, you're healing this way right now. And, you know, like you could be developing this or whatever. Right, there like, should be what's or, an app for or that. Honestly, <laughs> it should be something that we know while we're pregnant. Like, I feel like it's something that should yes. be talked about before it happens because when you're in the midst of it, you don't know what's normal and what's not normal. And so if we're mm-hmm. more educated and prepared, then we could be like, okay, like what I'm feeling is probably beyond just baby blues. And so I, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. like I need to talk to at least my spouse, you know, or something, you know, like, but we're not prepared for that. or mm-hmm. And we don't know exactly like what sleep deprivation can actually do to you. Like, the more sleep deprivation has actually been linked to postpartum depression. So it's like, if you know you're susceptible to depression, then maybe like, you know, you do need to take that extra nap and, and Mm -hmm. give yourself grace. It's like Mm -hmm. these things that we're not, we're not educated on. And it's, I kind of think it's our society. We don't, we don't really think about the mom. We're always about how's the baby after, Oh yeah. After we deliver, but we really start needing to kind of, put a little bit more attention on, on the mom too, because what we go through is insane. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's trauma to your body, right? I mean, that's what your body has to heal from it, but emotionally as well, just the, the hormones and the fluctuation of that. And just, I don't know, it was, it was a rough ride. I remember texting with you, Carly, and you being like, I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but it will get better. You know, what's so funny, Winnie, I just thought about that this morning Because I was like, oh my gosh, I remember when I was talking to Whitney and I was like, just get through those first three months and it'll be okay. Because like last night was so hard with Bella and Charlie and Evan and I just did not sleep at all. And I was just like, 
oh my gosh, take your own advice. Like what, remember what you said to Whitney, the first three months will be really hard and then you're just going to be able to get through it. And I was like, that's, I'm, I needed to like relive that conversation. It's so funny that you brought it up. Yeah, I know. And I was actually chatting with a mom friend of mine this morning who's in the thick of it. She's got like a seven or eight week old and he's just not sleeping and she's struggling Mm. because she's breastfeeding. So she's, you know, she's not, doesn't really have the help of her spouse because what Mm -hmm. she feels like, what's he really going to do? But she's stressing because she's going to be going back to work. And so she's like, I have to start getting, there's like this pressure of like, okay, it's like this ticking time bomb of like when you have to get back to work and you feel like your life has to have a set schedule. And to be honest, it's probably not. But I feel like for working moms, that's another thing that's really, you know, working moms that have to go into like the workforce or even working from home. You really can't work from home if you have a baby. No. I mean, that's, you. there's no such thing. Yeah. So. How is work life for you? It's good. I think for me, I, I'm meant to be like a working mom. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think it's just, that's what helps me keep my sanity and, you know, still having my routine and kind of getting out and having that adult interaction every day is really important yeah. for me. I know that when I posted about going back to work, I received a ton of backlash on Instagram. Again, going back to this about someone actually said, like, if you can't take care of your own kid, um, cause I was talking about this nanny that we have and we adore, she's like, if you can't take care of your own kid, then you shouldn't have them. Oh my and, God. Well, that's ridiculous. God. And Ricky never comments to anything, but he was like, this one really, like he did comment back to her because just because a mom wants to go back to work, that doesn't mean that she shouldn't be able to have children or to experience that. It's awful. And to be able to set that example, also, I feel like that's important for our kids too. If that's what you want to do. Absolutely. You know, if you want to stay home, great. If you want to stay home and also have help, that's great too. Like it's no one else's business, but for me, I'll always be a working mom. That's what Mm -hmm. I came from. That's what I know. And that's what feels good for me. So I think it's terrible that somebody would say that to you because I feel like we all have our callings and whatever your calling in, in, in is in life. If you're following that and you're like walking your truth, that is the most beautiful example you could give your kid. So it's just crazy that somebody, I, it just blows my mind that I know someone can't think beyond that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. People are, there's, people are sick, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, just the fact really that they are. can do that. Yeah. I know that the working moms out there, the women going back to work, would want to know, like, how, how was that for you? And was there anything that you did to make it easier for you? So I did have some anxiety around who was going to be in my house or mm-hmm. if I was going to do daycare, what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, like I said, Ricky and I, we moved to the suburb of Chicago. So we live about an hour from the city and we both work in the city. So we originally were going to do daycare and we found a daycare that was great up the street from our house. But the problem would be if we needed to come get Hayes or if he was sick or something like that, it's not like it was, you know, we'd have to get from the city. And Ricky also travels a lot for work. So on days that he's traveling and I'm working, if I needed to get home in time to like get haze, you know, the daycare's closed at like six or something like that, that mm. could also be difficult getting from the city home. So we decided to do a nanny and we, the whole process, we, you know, interviewed and we went through an agency. We went through a place called Gold Coast Nannies here in Chicago. And she was really great. She, um, gave us, you know, told we t- she interviewed us, we told her what we wanted and she sent over candidates and we interviewed them. And it was really anxiety provoking because at first we were striking out. I mean, these were, they were great candidates, but just not a fit for our for family. Y'all. Yeah. And, um, I was really nervous about going back to work, not having that squared away. Ricky's mom was, um, planning to watch Hayes once a week. And she was very grateful, gracious to say, if you need me, every day until you can find someone like, don't worry about it. But we ended up finding a a great nanny. And I feel like that was really helpful to feel confident and who was going to be watching my son while I was at work so that I wasn't worried about it. Cause if you're just going to be worried and not productive at work, what's the point? Right. So to feel comfortable in that, I feel like starting early with picking out what's going to be a good plan, whether it's daycare or it's a nanny or, you know, maybe an in-home daycare or something like that. Mm-hmm. starting early and giving yourself time to find the right fit for you and your family really did help ease my anxiety with making the transition to go back. I also am really, really, really grateful for my employer who was super flexible with me. You know, I knew that it would be a tough transition. So I asked my employer, 
if I could make kind of a slower transition back into things versus just like going right back in at full force, you know, at three months. So I was able to kind of slowly make the transition, work from home a couple days before I was going back full time into the office. So I feel like that is another thing. If you're able to talk to your employer about what you need and kind of communicating that, I think communication is really big too by saying, hey, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I need for me to be the best employee, the best mom, the best wife, you know, for my family. So yeah, I would say start early, communicate with your employer, set a routine, Great. And yeah, we asked this question to like, I mean, most moms that come in here, but what is your favorite part about being a mom? Oh my gosh. You know, growing up, I never really knew, I mean, what I wanted to be. There was times I was like, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a nurse. I want to be that. But the one thing I always knew is that I wanted to be a mom. So to be able to fulfill that, there's really no words, but I would say my favorite thing is to look at every single day, this innocent little guy that has his entire life in front of him and being able to like help mold that into whatever he wants to be, you know, and Mm. be witness to it and to like sit back and watch this little guy who is just, I mean, what a cool feeling, right? To look like he's got his whole life in front of him and I get to sit here and help him and facilitate that. But just look at him and think like, what are you going to like, like, are you going to like sports? Are you going to like music? Mm -hmm. Are you going to, you know, what is going to be your hobbies and who are you going to be and just help facilitating that and his happiness. And that's really all I care about is I just want to be happy. I'm a good person. Oh, that's all you can hope for. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about, I'm like, Ooh, what is Charlie going to be into? Is (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I, I don't know. I mean, Hayes is only eight months old, but Obviously, you know, he's got his own little personality and I can tell things that he likes. And he loves, loves, loves music. And Ricky comes from a very musically inclined family. So I think that could be probably, I feel like that's going to be somewhere in like his favorite things. I don't know. Maybe you'll play an instrument. Yeah. Ooh, so cool. I know. I look at Brooks all the time. Um, And Emmy, she's so much fun. Like this age is the best, but because their personalities are so specific now. Like she has very specific things that she likes to do every day and just like everything that starts blossoming and coming out of her mouth is crazy. But watching Brooks, I just love looking at him and going like, who's in there? Who are you going to be? Like, yeah, what are you thinking? Because yeah, it's just, it is. It's the coolest thing to watch this tiny human just become themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They came from our bodies. I don't know. I know. It's so weird to think about. It really is. They were in us. (laughs) You guys were moms. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know those girl chats we used to do on The Bachelor? Like, Think about us sitting on a couch right now being like, hey, in five years, we're going to be moms and we're going to be like talking on a podcast about mom life. I wouldn't have believed it. I mean, I guess I I would say I would have been hopeful. It's a possibility. Right. But I don't know. But we like hit the jackpot. We did. We're very lucky. We really did. Oh, Whitney, I miss you so much. Every time I talk to you, I'm just like, oh, I just miss you. Oh. It's so crazy. Remember there's that time where we all basically lived together for however many weeks and we saw each other every day, every <laughs> that week. Was so nice. It was. It's just crazy to go like think back and like look at us now. It's nuts. I know. It's crazy. I do. I miss you guys. That's probably the only thing I miss of that experience is just the like. <laughs> the, 100%. The friendship. The girls. Right. Yeah. Totally. We we need to get our boys together. How much fun would that be? That would be so fun. Ricky had so much fun at Carly and Evan's wedding, getting to meet everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My mom still talks about how much she loves you. She's like, I just love that Whitney. She's just so <laughs> nice. I just love that Whitney. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh she's gosh. very lovable, mom. I just started following their um Charlotte what is it called the sweet Charlotte sweet Char- yes sweet Charlotte oh <laughs> thank you for the follow <laughs> absolutely <laughs> their popcorn shop is very happy <laughs> go to sweet Charlotte on Instagram and follow them Whitney thank you so much for talking to us well It'll thank you guys Whitney. we love you thank you Whitney. I love you guys give that little nugget a squeeze for us I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Bye, Wit. All right, bye, bye, guys. Oh, I love her so much. She is just like so sweet. She's she so is. sweet and she has the best energy because she she's does. so like high energy. What's funny is she describes herself as anxious and she's definitely is and she's definitely type A and I love her for all of her little intricacies. Yeah, she could get us. Super organized this year. But she also just has, like you said, it's just like this effervescent, feel good, you just want to be around her energy. 100%. 
I feel like she's the type, if you were down and you needed a girlfriend to cheer you up, you call Whitney. Oh my gosh. And you would have the best time. Yeah. It was so good catching up. I feel like I haven't talked. I know you just saw her a few weeks ago, but I haven't talked to her in a long time. And it was just good to hear her and see how good she's doing. And even though she did go through some like rough stuff with her pregnancy, it's just like she's she's trucking through it and she's just kicking butt. And she seems so she seems so happy and grateful. Oh, yeah. She was meant to be a mom. Definitely. Oh, definitely. It's so interesting too. Like I've always said, like when Caitlin has held my babies, like she's held both my newborns, she has such a way with babies that's such an ease. And Whitney has the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, and there's not many people I could say that about. But like Whitney was like, I'll feed them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. You know? <laughs> and there's just like such an, I don't know, such an ease about that. And I don't like handing my baby over to people who don't really know what they're doing. And I like, it was just so nice sitting with them and being like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. You just had that sense of comfort. Totally. Yeah. And it's not just because I like them. It, I do, <laughs> obviously. It's just because like they, they have like a baby way about them. They're both just like made for motherhood, even though Caitlin's mm-hmm. not one yet. But she, I feel like Caitlin's like a mom to like a million <laughs> children. Yeah, you know and what her, I mean, all yeah, her friends she, have kids, and she's like the best aunt. Yes, to all I agree. Them. I agree. Yeah, she, she's so fun. When we went on her podcast, we brought Emmy with us. I think I was pregnant at the time, and she was so good with Emmy too. Yeah, she's like, so good with the kids. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just has that way. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and yeah, we love you. Also, follow my parents' popcorn shot. It's sweet Charlotte popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yep thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next week yeah bye bye from the westwood one podcast network (laughs) 